is a bombastic, romantic, fantastic lover. Why? <laughs> Why, Mr. Boombastic? I don't... Why is that the loudest, best one? I'm just saying, where did that even come from? I just always sing it. Oh, okay. I love Boombastic. Out of all the songs on... Uh, Earth. On Earth. Yeah. Mr. Boombastic. Okay. Can you hear yourself? Yeah. We're having weird fucking real technical difficulties this time. Could be your ears. You think it is? I hear everything. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. And you know what? I saw the fireworks this weekend. You did? Yeah. I did not. Which, which you saw the local fireworks? Yeah, H-Town, yeah. Okay. I, I haven't been in like years. Did you bring a, uh, a cooler and um, some seats, uh, nice Just little a folding chairs? I brought a blankie. You and your sweetheart uh, fucking... Watched the fireworks. Cuddled up and, and uh, watched the fireworks? How celebrate our independence. Oh, yeah? How was it? It was actually pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It, to me, it looked like there was a few uh, new wakes that are out. Uh, like what? Pre-tell. Um, Pre-tell. There's one, I like to call it the sperm. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it goes off, you know, poof. And, like sperm does. Yeah, and then they wiggle on their way out. Like, okay. They wiggle like sperm. So it just goes up in the air, and then it pops like a big firework, and then they wiggle like sperm yeah. on the way down? First it rains, and you're like, oh, it's going to rain, and that's it. And then all of a sudden, the, what is it? The report, or the rapport, <laughs> whatever you call it, starts wiggling like sperm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then there's one that, uh, instead of sperm, it like zigzags. Never seen that shit before. And then there's one that's like a tight rain. If I can, <laughs> it doesn't spread out like a um. What did you call those things? Weeping that, willows. Oh, that's a good description. Yeah, they're, I was going to say those are my favorite. The ones that are like, uh, I guess they're like a, a white or gold color, and then they they pop and then they slowly come down. Yes, or whatever. I call yes. those the weeping willows. Yeah, it's, and it's the weeping. daffodils. Um, but the average shape. What are those balls that we used to have? Not nerve testicles. No, <laughs> not that were attached to us. Oh. But um, it was like a toy, and it was mad all, balls. All, no, nah, it was all little plastic, uh, like strings attached to make a ball. Plastic strings attached. To Remember, make a I ball. used to have one that was purple, and like you could hold it, like you, you would. Tie oh, I know mad what you're talking about. Yeah, and you and you would be able to stretch. It was like a poof ball. Were they called yeah, poof balls? They weren't called poof. Something balls. like no, that. Yeah, you could like hold a it squish by ball one. or something. We're getting closer. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking squish, about. Because there was nothing squishy about it. You could, it. like, pet it and, like, the things would move on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could and then you could stretch it. them out and you could flip it around yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, fuck, what were those and called? Then, now I got to know. And then people would always tie knots in it and shit. And you'd always try and find the middle of it to see what the middle was made out of. Like, yeah, right. If it was a ball of string. But still don't know what the middle's made out of. Uh-huh. So, that, so you're saying a firework looked like one of those? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're looking it up? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to be able to find it. I just looked up squish ball, like, nah. hoping that I was right and nah, you were squish wrong. Squish ball, I was thinking, I'm thinking something squishy. It's not ah! squishy. All right. It's, it's more spiny. I'm not going to waste our time looking this up, but but I hope somebody at home who's listening to this right Holy now. Holy shit, I know the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, please don't make me laugh that hard. My head is killing me. I'm still <laughs> hungover from fucking Sunday. Anyway. I think you say from Iceland. No, no. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what? I think it might be like like uh, just a compound hangover that kept going. What is the name of the ball? I like don't even want to tell you. Yes. I want to keep it. As no, like, I want to know. It's <laughs> killing me. What? I want to keep it as ammo. Oh, I thought it was like M.O. ball or something. Go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay. You're going to get it right from here. All right, good. 
It starts with a K. Koosh ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I was thinking squish ball. All right. All Koosh. right. So you saw some semen fireworks, uh-huh. some super squiggly weep, weeping willows, mm-hmm. and a big old motherfucking cooch ball. Exactly. Nice. That describes it. And they didn't play any mute. Don't you? They're supposed to play like the Star Spangled Banner during it or something. Nah, or some... I think that's on just on TV. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least a really bad Bruce song. <laughs> Are there any bad Bruce songs? <laughs> when I was in Iceland, uh, the last the last bar we were at, like literally the last bar that we were at for the uh, the whole trip, was a bar we ended up just getting fucking annihilated at. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking to uh, to one of the girls that's on the trip. And I guess you know I'm getting drunk, and you know how I get when I'm drunk. I just start screaming. I'm just the loudest human being in the world when I'm drunk. Screaming lies. It's just screaming lies from the rooftops. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, by the way, let me say real quick. Shout out to Diana who was one of the girls I went to on the trip. And then I guess the, the two girls that I was hanging out with on the trip who were part of the FFM crew. They listened to our last show while they were in Norway um, because they just wanted to listen about the trip. And she seemed upset that I didn't give her a shout-out. So I'm giving, I told her on the next episode I'm giving her a shout-out. But anyway, the point of the story is, is that I'm saying... <laughs> Please, I'm telling you, my head is killing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um anyway the point of the story is is that uh, like three or four times during that that night like people icelandic dudes or whatever european dudes came up to me and they're like where are you from because i was just you know in my stupid nasally jersey accent drunk just screaming lies in the sky like i do and um the one dude i told in new jersey and the guy was like and he was like i guess he was like a hipster he had like a fedora and shit you know and he was like do you love bruce springsteen and i was <laughs> oh, like shit. and i was you know I, I i don't i'm not i'm not a bruce springsteen lover but i do i do embrace the fact that we're from new jersey so bruce is our guy yeah. you know like i don't let people talk shit about bruce and i do like the first couple of bruce springsteen albums and i don't have anything against them i'm just not a bruce lover but but at that time i was all drunk i was like Fuck yeah, I love Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and then me and this Icelandic dude were just talking about um, uh, Springsteen songs. So I decided to to hit him with. Uh, I was I was kind of just busting his balls, and I was like, "Do you really love Springsteen?" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Yeah, right. Your favorite song is probably Dancing in the Dark or whatever." And he was like, "Fucking, I love Dancing." That <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, was pretty funny. Anyway. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I mean, for Repingers, I'll definitely take Bruce Springsteen because it's either Bruce Springsteen or Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely take Bruce over Bon. There is a little lesser known fucking uh, third option, though, that nobody ever takes. There's two, actually. Really? There's two bands that come from New Jersey that I am 100% a fan of, proud to say that I'm a, a fan of, and listen to to this day. One... A little crew run by the name of Naughty by Nature. Let's not forget oh, okay. about that. Jersey is shit. West Orange represent. And then number two, I don't know, probably one of the best punk bands ever made, The Misfits oh, from okay. New Jersey. I, did, I met, I, you know, more mainstream iconic. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. lesser known. But, um, but uh, yeah, I will always pick Bruce over Bon Jovi. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, and Twisted Sister. <laughs> and Skid Row. <laughs> One time, oh man, if I took this pick, I think I could have cashed it into like the Inquirer or something for some dough. I was uh, I was on the corner of uh, Middletown Lincroft Road and 520 where there's like a subway and a Manhattan bagel. It's like the Lincroft Corner or some shit where yeah. they have a bunch of stores. Okay. And there's a subway in there and I was working and I was eating lunch and uh uh, John Bond comes in with like his two sons or whatever, to, like get get lunch to get mm-hmm. subs, you know. 
So he's there with his two kids. There's like a girl in the corner crying, you know, <laughs> and uh, because of the sheer fact of seeing John Bond. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like ordering subs, and I guess his you know his boy wanted some sun chips, and he bends over to get the sun chips, and he's wearing like tight like skinny jeans. My man shows four inches of straight, furry ass crack. Yeah, because he's an Italian dude. He's got to be furred up. Just a squirrel tail hanging <laughs> out of his fucking his tight jeans. And I was like, holy shit. And I, if I could take the picture, it would have been funny as hell anyway. Because at the time, I programmed my camera so that when you take a picture, it goes, smile, motherfucker. <laughs> he probably would have came over and broke your phone. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, an ex... Uh, Let me tell you real okay, quick. Okay, go ahead. That's very true. Because the girl who was crying followed him into the parking lot, to, I guess, asking for an autograph or to say hello or whatever. And she came back really, really upset. Yeah. Here's, here's what I know to be true about John Bon Jovi, and this has only come from third-party sources. The dude's a fucking dick. Yeah, that's what I hear, and, too. Uh, and um, because I, I had an ex of mine, uh, when we dated, used to work at a lot of the, the, the local shore restaurants, like down in the Long Branch, Seabright area, stuff like that. She was a waitress, and she would work at a lot of them. And um, one of the ones that she worked at was like a really well-known one, Sally T's, and... and uh, and they had great food and a lot of people went there and, and he would come in there from time to time. He'd probably go in like three or four times a summer or whatever. And she said that he was rude to everybody, rude to the waitresses, rude to the, the waiting staff, rude to everybody. Didn't leave fucking tips. Was like wow. a, a no fucking tipper. Was what just a like a fucking dick. prick. Yeah. Right now. Now, no. look, I don't know this. You know, I'm just this is what I heard from other people. But yeah, I've heard enough of it to know it to be true. Bruce, on the other hand, if you see that motherfucker, he's giving you hugs in the middle of Red Bank and Buying shit. Buying you drinks Yeah, and right. Shit. Yeah, he's yeah. the real deal. That's why, that's why we in New Jersey love Bruce more than, uh, than uh, Bon John. Yeah, John and bon. the rumors have to be true because you always hear the same stuff from about each guy. You always hear that Bruce is the man and you always hear that John Bon's the dick. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From all sources. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. I heard a rumor about uh, John Bond since he lives on the, the what's that the Navasink River. Mm-hmm. I heard that when his wife's away, he flies a different flag over his house to let the bitches know. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it what, makes sense. It, what a dick! But that's pretty fucking cool. That's like one, <laughs> one if by land, two if by sea. Yeah. <laughs> Three if by no condom. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one of my favorite. I, you know what? I, sometimes I bring up memes on this show and it never goes over. And I'm going to just say that I'm aware of that because there's no way to fucking articulate how I funny know. a meme is through talking. Yeah. And, uh, um, but I saw a meme that was uh, Paul Revere. Uh, it was a painting of Paul Revere warning that the British are coming. And it was a guy leaning. So Paul Revere is on his horse and his horse is in the air. And there's a guy leaning out the window. And Paul Revere is saying the British are coming. And the guy says, unlike your wife, right, Paul? And then, and then, <laughs> and then Paul, Revere, Paul Revere says, shut the fuck up. And then the guy says, whatever, dude, stop waking people up. <laughs> Those old. That's pretty funny. When they take, when they take the old, like, uh, like um, early, you know, revolution paintings and even like the earlier, earlier, like hieroglyphic shit and make memes out of them, it's my funniest fucking thing. It's, I, it kills me. That is pretty funny. Yeah. And, you know, they make them talk like today's people. Like, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll fucking read them forever. <laughs> Dude, I today I was today I was so fucking hungover still. Now, I didn't I haven't I didn't drink yesterday. I didn't really do anything yesterday. Hung out by a pool for a little bit and then slept for most of the day. Uh, I I hit it way too hard on Sunday, 
but I, I've just been feeling like such shit that I didn't. It was one of those things where I couldn't even do anything. I, I, I couldn't read a book. I couldn't watch TV. I was just like fucking laying there, staring at my phone for no reason. And and I'm, I'm uh, I don't was gonna say I'm ashamed to admit. It. I don't know if I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm going to admit on this show that somehow, some way, I ended up just looking at Taylor Swift's Instagram account for like two hours. <laughs> What, like reading her posts? Just what, looking at her pictures, just seeing who she's hanging out with, looking <laughs> what dress she's wearing and shit. I don't, I couldn't name you a Taylor Swift song. What'd she do this weekend? She was just partying with a bunch of really hot chicks and yeah. going down a big water slide wearing like this sweet fucking, um, <laughs> this sweet fucking American flag onesie. And I was all about it. Cool. Yeah. Well, she had a good time. So, uh, yeah, that's what I did all day. <laughs> Pretty good Sunday or Monday. <laughs> no, it's Tuesday, number one. But you did this yesterday. No, I did this today. Oh, you this did is today. my day today. Oh. Yes. Yeah, when I should be, I don't know, working and making money <laughs> or, or looking for a place to live or fucking uh, working on this show or working on songs or all the billion things that I need to do in my life. Instead, I spent two hours <laughs> looking at Taylor Swift's Instagram account. It could be inspiring. I don't know if it is. I don't know. She's kind of hot, though. I never... yeah. yeah, she's all right. <laughs> She's kind of, you know, like stick figure Yeah, but I think she, I think she's coming into her own. You really? Know? Well, yeah. She, you know, she's, she always looked like a tree. She's a younger chick. I know what year yeah. she was born now because she put out an album named it. It was. Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. Um, ninety five. Now earlier. Earlier. Yep. Earlier, like closer to eighties. What do you mean? Earlier than ninety five. Hmm. <laughs> what else could earlier than ninety five? I'm kind of lost here. Earlier. Earlier. Before nineteen ninety five. Oh, okay. Um, 93. No. Re- earlier? Earlier. I thought she was way younger than that. Or older? I don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking lost. <laughs> she was born in 1989. Now, anybody... Really? Yes. She's an 80s. Huh. Isn't that weird that we're 80s children and she's an 80s child? Yeah. But it seems like we could be her father. I know. And I would be her father, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> she could call me daddy. Okay. You know what a new porn thing is? <laughs> what? So you know how we talk all the time about how weird it is that all porn is about fucking your daughter or your sister or your mother and that's yeah, yeah. all it's become and and is this are we just a fucking <laughs> nation of just deviant motherfuckers that we just want to see incest all the time even though we don't know I still dumbfounded by it. So I was perusing some pornographic material the other day. And here's the thing I came across that uh that there's tons of videos over is daughter swap. So here's the fucking premise. Two dudes hanging out with their teenage daughters, their respective teenage daughters. The guys come to a fucking agreement that they're going to bang each other's daughters. Whoa. And then they bang each other's daughters. Oh, my. Like the TV show. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. We, but like that now they're taking it to that level. Now, it wasn't even – it wasn't just a thing where, okay, this dad's going to have sex with his daughter or she, this girl's going to have sex with her stepfather. Now, there's, there's, there's men actually giving their daughters to the other yeah. guy to receive their daughter. Shaking on it. And there's people all over the world jerking off. To That's this. fucked up. I don't, I don't get where the incest thing came from. It just – I've been watching I'm, – I'm a 36-year-old man. That means I've been looking at porn for over 20 years. I've uh, out in the, in the last three years or so, the fucking incest porn has just rocketed through the roof. Yeah, but if, then if somebody was to show you something that really was incest porn, you'd be like, "Get that the fuck out of right, here!" Right, right. You know, but like just just them faking it for some reason, people fucking love it. It's all it is. <laughs> it's all it is. Well, there's no incest there. 
That's just two dudes swipe. <laughs> yeah, and right. But but some of them, they're banging in the same room. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like a four-way, except, you know? Oh, man, that's fuck. Like, your daughter's in the room watching you fuck her friend or something. And vice versa. Yeah. No, watching... You're, you're, so, two dads, and then fucking they fuck each other's dad. <laughs> like, but, my two dads? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If the girl from my two dads came out from that bed with one of her best friends the underneath there. Bed. And then Paul Reiser got one. And then <laughs> the, the, mullet, the weird dude with the, the George Michael looking dude who yeah. nobody knows who the fuck he was got another one. <laughs> That's what we're watching in porn nowadays. That's sick. Yes, it's pretty sick. You know what I thought you were going to say? I saw something real disturbing. Was it a sign? Did it open up your eyes? <laughs> Why that? It, it wasn't a sign, but it was fucked up because it, I didn't see the actual porn. It was like an advertisement. It was while I was on the page or whatever. You know how they just flash all these random advertisements around, you know, like, you know, watch someone's daughter get fucked and they'll show like a clip of it or whatever. Yeah. In the corner, there was, I guess it was an advertisement. I I had to run away, but it was, (laughs) it was a cartoon. I guess it was cartoon porn and it was a cartoon woman getting fucked by this like giant goblin Mm-hmm. Like a green goblin Got it. that wasn't human, right? It was some type of creature with like this giant tree trunk dick, mm-hmm. and it was going inside this cartoon woman, and like she just kept riding it, and then it kept on recycling, and so she was just riding this fucking goblin dick the whole time, and I don't know, they, I don't think they had a name. Oh, you know what it said? It said like, uh, <laughs> it it said the cartoon that will make you come every time. <laughs> And it was a cartoon woman fucking a goblin dick. And I was like, who is coming from this every time? I'll tell you who. Everybody in Japan. (laughs) And what you ran into, my friend, is a little something called tentacle porn. Tentacles? Mm Mm-hmm. This is... Why the fuck is it called that? That's disgusting. because Because for some reason, the motherfuckers over in Japan, home of the fucking used panty vending machine... Have this obsession with what? what? You don't know about that in Japan that they they have they have actual vending machines with used panties in them. That, that, <laughs> the sniff that dudes yeah the dudes buy <laughs> like they're buying a fucking Coca Cola. Take the panties out and sniff them up. Wow. Yeah. This is why I want to go to Japan. Okay. <laughs> not with no not because I want to sniff the used panties. <laughs> I'm sure uh, there's enough used panties and jerseys for me to sniff. It's not that reason. It's just that's how fucking weird Japan is. That's why I want to. <laughs> Yo, that is way too weird. I want to take a picture next to a fucking <laughs> next to a fucking panty machine. Some like crazy lunatic is gonna run up with a sledgehammer, crack the glass, and just go <laughs> <laughs> sniff all the panties and pass out. And what if you get a bad smelling panty? I know. You know, it's all, it's like one in t- I don't know. My experience is like one out of ten. It's kind of like <laughs> oh my god. So like <laughs> it's like lottery tickets. You're like ah, oh, this one's good, and you get one. You're like oh shit. Seriously. One time, I was hanging out with my buddy, and we took these two chicks home from a cl- like club bar, whatever you want to call it. And uh, the girl slept over, and I gave her boxers to wear. And like we didn't fuck or anything. We were just like hanging out. And, wow, uh, you're telling a story in a podcast. You could have made that much more interesting. I'm, but that's not the interesting <laughs> part. Okay. You should have been like, I threw her all around. <laughs> nah, nah. We, you know, we just slept. And uh, You're a pussy. And then when she left, I whiffed my thing that she that i let her wear my the boxer the shirts. boxers and it just smelled like she was farting consecutive farts <laughs> all night long and i was like thank god i didn't take her underwear off because i would have just been <laughs> fucking cringing the whole time okay 
I have a question for you though. Yeah. How many times did you sniff it? Just, just one sniff. Yeah, right. I swear to God. Even if it, I, I don't care if it smells bad or not. You only need one sniff. I swear to really? God. Really? Yeah. One sniff and toss. I would have went back for at least two. Nah. <laughs> well, maybe there was a second one to be like, did I really smell dookie or was that just like something in the air? <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, there when we were going, I think it might have been when we were leaving to go on the road or whatever, and I had, it was like one of those drunken, oh, yeah, I know. drunken nights where I was like up until like seven in the morning and then like literally met up with you guys and we got in the van and I was driving and... Uh, for one reason or another, my fingers smelled a little bit weird, and I fucking <laughs> and I and and I'm not even saying this to be disgusting because I'm not this type of person, but it was one of those things where it didn't smell good and it didn't smell bad. Like, <laughs> do you ever you ever like fucking like wipe your ass and you get like a little bit of your ass smell on your fingers and you smell it? Like, <laughs> has that ever happened? Oh yeah, like when I scratch my butt. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, let's say you scratch your butt and then you smell your fingers yeah, yeah. and then you're like. All right, you know, this is my ass. It doesn't smell great, but for some reason I kind of like it, like that kind of <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like that, but but another person's uh area. And uh yeah, I think it lasted to Ohio. I smelled my fingers to Ohio yeah. from fucking Jersey to Ohio. <laughs> I think we were passing around your fingers too. <laughs> Everyone in the van was getting a whiff. Yeah. Well, Everyone that listens to this podcast knows that I like a little whiff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, my fucking head hurts. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, let's get let's let's get move on. Back to reality. Enough talk about uh, whoops, there goes gravity. <laughs> Enough talking about um, vaginas and father and daughter porn. <laughs> and, and, oh, but what I wanted to say was yes, I mean, tentacle porn. Yeah. For some reason, the fine people of Japan, instead of just watching regular porn which i guess is now two fathers swapping their daughters what they like to watch is some giant monster with tentacles fucking chicks with those tentacles that's crazy i don't get it oh so that wasn't the monster's dick it was a tentacle well that might have been a monster's dick i don't i don't know exactly the monster the monster that you're talking about um (laughs) i'm sure that there's monsters out there with dicks that are fucking as well but a lot of it is tentacle porn. That is so fucked up. So if it has tentacles, it's like it could fuck a bunch of chicks with the tentacles at the same time. Yeah. Or maybe one tentacle. Maybe there's two tentacles like doing the thing, a little <laughs> front door and back door. And then another tentacle scrabbing the neck. There's there's a lot of tempt- tentacle yeah. uh, fucking of opportunities out there. What I want to know is who gets off watching a cartoon. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I remember when we were kids and we had the, the internet wasn't around anymore and there was limited porn and even nudity uh, options out there. And then you would catch something like heavy metal or something like that when they when they would like there would be a cartoon with a chick with a, a top off. And I remember that being very exciting as a child. Yeah, as a child. But yeah. now that you could literally type anything you want into the internet and have it pop up and watch a porn version of that, I don't know why any sort of cartoon would be your first. Yeah, you know? that is just weird. Shit, when we were kids, like, I would get, like, the scrambled fucking, like, Playboy channel, and it would just be all scrambled, and then you'd see, like, a green tit, one, <laughs> like, once every hour, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> Dude, you don't have to tell me about it. I've watched so much scrambled porn in my life. <laughs> just the, I, I, I would watch, um, yeah, it was, like, the Playboy channel, and then, like, like Cinemax, uh, uh, like, late night Cinemax or whatever. And I, like, as soon as my parents went to sleep, I fucking, that shit was on. And I would just, just hearing the fucking shitty music in the background and shit, <laughs> I was all about it. And then this really dates us. And, and I, anybody under, I'm going to say under 35 probably doesn't remember this because we were, I think we were even at the tail end of this technology. But uh, television remotes when we were very young 
weren't weren't wireless. They were boxes. Oh, the click click box. Yeah, they were boxes that were wired to the television that had two rows of black clickable buttons, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be like one through ten, and then eleven through twenty, and then you'd flip it to B, and then that would be your twenty one through thirty, and mm-hmm. whatever, and so on and so forth. And there was, and we would fly through those things. We were trying to find something to watch. It'd be like, bam, 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 oh, yeah. bam, click, bam, 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 like smashing. Those yeah, we'd buttons. be tickling the fucking ivory, like. Seriously. Um, but what we, what everybody figured out very quickly as children is that if you got to one of those scrambled pay channels, whether it be HBO or or Playboy or anything like that, and you flicked the thing on the side real quick, the scramble. It would come in clear for about two seconds, and then it really? would scramble again. Oh, yeah. I wasn't hip to that. Yes, you were. If come I, on. If I was, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, because there was many a night where I sat there just flicking that thing as hard <laughs> as possible and just getting like two seconds of tit, two seconds of tit, two seconds of tit. I was so fucking into it. But you know what? That that was exciting. Like, I, I almost feel bad for kids nowadays because everything is there all the time. So... There, there's never going to be that excitement that you get of mm-hmm. of really having to work for it yeah. and getting that the little hunt. bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, and even the mystery, you know, like I, I do it all the time, and and I guess I'm just showing how much of a fucking deviant I am on this show. <laughs> but when I watch movies, okay, and there's a hot chick in the movie. I know that there's probably a 70 to 90% chance that she's been topless in another movie. So I, I immediately, if I find the girl hot and I'm like, man, I wonder what those, those boobs look like, I just type in the internet and within five seconds, if she's been naked ever, I got it right in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it's easy like, access. It's like what we just did before with the koosh ball. I miss that. I was actually talking about this the other day. Um, it was actually when we were driving in Iceland and we didn't have uh, cell service for a little bit and we were trying to think of the name of something and nobody could think of it. And we started to get that feeling. And normally, you just blast right on Google and you have it in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But but do you remember like being at a bar and being like, what was the name of that song? And then for an hour, you'd be like, what is the name of that song? And then yeah. finally someone gets it and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. It was like a good fucking time. That was a good experience. It's a good feeling. And that doesn't that's gone now. Yeah. Because within seconds, somebody's Googling mm-hmm. it. And the same thing with that. You know, it's it's those little tiny things in life. The Internet has given a lot. But it's also taken away a lot. Exactly. That's always been my theory. It's like the internet is just handing out hoe robes to everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a hand it's a hoe robe hander. <laughs> it is. But what do you do as a child if I had like I had very little masturbation material as a kid and I still jerked off fucking 12 hours a day like what can a child a 13 year old boy right now that has an endless sea of pornography mm-hmm. how are these kids getting anything done how's it possible <laughs> And all those games and everything yeah right like all that shit damn I uh, one time I was going, I, I got a VCR, right? After all VCRs were gone. Yeah, 2014 uh, this happened. Yeah, I, I scored, <laughs> well, pretty pretty recently, I scored a VCR from somebody, and I was like, oh, awesome. I have a bunch of tapes I could go through and see what I saved from all those years. 
So I'm going through all my tapes and, you know, I'm watching them. There's some, like, old shows on there. And I'm like, oh, cool, you know, like this show, that show. I remember that. And even the, it was cool to see the commercials, you know, because I remember that commercial. I remember that commercial. And then I found this one tape. And it was, I guess it was like a montage tape that I made, like a masturbation tape that I had, like, created myself. (laughs) Okay, wait. It was, so you're talking about a tape that you made, you recorded certain things for you to jerk off to? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> All right, Richie, masturbating, take one. <laughs> that wasn't do over, do over. Well, that's another thing, man. You could, there's a lot of sites you could go on and just watch dudes masturbate if you want to. Not saying that I've done it. I just know that they're available. Um, yes. Yeah, so my montage, it was uh, like a a clip from a movie. Where this girl just like takes her shirt off and was dancing to a song. And then it was a, a clip from a movie where a, a chick, you just see her back, but she's like riding a dude for like 30 seconds till it fades away. And then it was just all the, I was like, damn, I was desperate as a kid. But it, you <laughs> At know. least you had the fourth uh, thought to put it all into one place. <laughs> yeah, that was my montage. Yeah, that's pretty good. This is like a fucking nice little editing thing you got going. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> And then it slowly fades into Dr. Detroit. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> You're the world's biggest Fran Drescher fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do. I, I, sometimes I think about it. I, I don't know if it's better or worse for these children to fucking to, to grow up in this internet age, but they got it, I guess, no matter what. Yeah. I but, mean, I guess it's good that they have all the information, but there's all the all the you know soci- sociological aspects of it, you know. Yeah, right. Like, do you, like just like I, even just with the porn alone. Like, remember finding like a nudie mag in a dumpster someplace? It was the yeah. most exciting moment of our lives when we were like seven years old. Mm-hmm. Now kids aren't fucking gonna care about that. Like, give us a shit. It's all right there. Yeah, especially a mag. You know, what I, mean? I don't even think a mag would do it for me right. these days. We used to find a nudie mag. And then build a treehouse just for us to fucking be able to read that nudie mag someplace. It was like the second we found one Hustler magazine, we then formed a secret society of Hustler lookers. And would like meet in the woods every day at 3 o'clock after school and open up the sacred Hustler and look at it. You know, like Hustler lookers. it, It was like a community... It was a social fucking club that we had going over a few tits in a fucking magazine. Now that's never going to happen because they're just going to go home and watch whatever the fuck they want, you know? I remember I was like seven years old and a, a friend of mine lived around the block from me. He was an older dude. And his dad like collected Playboys, like stacks of them, stacks. And, and I think his parents were mad kinky because they had all these toys and shit. So like they were just fucking <laughs> freaks. And we would go through all their shit when they weren't home. But I asked him, I was like, dude, can I have a couple pictures out of this one magazine? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, help yourself. The kid or the dad? The kid. Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, have at it. So I was like, all right. So I ripped like five, six, you know, choice pictures from this magazine. And I brought them home and I put them in all secret hiding places in my room. And they were my picks. And uh, me and my older brother got into a fight. And he was like, hey, mom, Rich keeps porn in his room. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I was what so a dick! Mad. Yeah, I know that. That's we, like some. That's like sacrilege for brothers. You're supposed uh, to protect each other's porn. No, nah, we always would go for the throat when we fought. Like instead of like beating each other up, we would go for where it hurts. Like if my brother was picking on me, whatever, I'd run to it. We would have this saying, "I'm gonna wreck your room." 
So if something happened, our threat would be, well, I'm going to wreck your room because we took our room seriously. Yes, you I, know, know you, I know the Giordano <laughs> brothers really cared about their yeah, rooms. Yeah, yeah. And rearranging their rooms once a week. Yeah, yeah, big time. So was, I'm going to wreck your room. So I, we would like run. My brother would piss me off. I'd run into his room and like rip his posters that he had on the wall. And that's like worse than beating each other up. But he fucking told my mom that I had to pour in my room. My mom's like, give it up, give it up. I'm like, shit, you know? So I'm giving her these, giving her, and she's like, I know there's more, I know there's more, but I guess that was her way for me to give up everything, you know? I know there's more. And then when it came down to it, I was like, Mom, can I just keep one? <laughs> so I'm begging her to keep the one, I'm begging her to keep the one. And I'll never forget it. She was like, let me see which one you want to keep, you know, like to see if it's like decent enough to keep. Yeah, like she's not spreading shit open and yeah. shit. She's like, let me see. But it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad at all. But she was like, let me see it. And... uh I gave it to her. I'll never forget. It's just a chick. She's just naked or whatever. And she's like standing up, leaning against a motorcycle. (laughs) And she had this huge bush just like (laughs) chilling. Like the bush took up like her crotch, parts of her thigh. It was just a huge bush. It was the 80s, baby. I gave it to her mom. She goes, oh, no. Oh, no. And I like started crying for the fucking bush. I was like, no, please. And she took my whole stash. My mom, I, you know what? I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the podcast, but this is how <laughs> That's what it's for. This is how dedicated I am to this, to this podcast and being open on this podcast. There is a story that my mom tells way too often <laughs> in front of people that, that aren't close friends about when I was young. Uh, I think, you know, uh, let's say under seven, so like five, six, something like that. And uh, I guess it was when I first started, maybe like, like, like seeing some naked boobs and like feeling excited about it, but not knowing how that would like not knowing, not being able to process that as a young little fucking sponge brained idiot, you know? So being the, like the mama's boy that I was when I was a kid, I fucking, I, 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 she tell, I don't have any recollection of this, but she told me that she came, that I, I was on the bottom of the stairs crying. Like, like in my parents' living room, so you know there was. So I was obviously looking for attention, and my mom came up and she was she was like, "What's wrong?" And I said, "Mom, I can't stop thinking about boobs." <laughs> <laughs> and I was crying because in my mind it was wrong for me to be thinking about naked women, and I decided to tell my mother about it, like she was going to sympathize with me. Wait, how old are you again? Uh, you know, I don't know, six, five, six, something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, when you when you're too young, you're not. There's nothing sexual about your life yet, yeah. but you do start to realize that, like, oh, that woman's attractive, or I like the way that woman's ass looks, and and you're like, why the fuck am I getting these feelings? Yeah. You know, like girls are gross. What's going on? I That's think like was, when I used to hump that doll. Yeah, sex me, sex me, sex, sex me, me, sex me, sex me. There was another time I remember uh, speaking about the cutting out thing where I got like some sort of it wasn't a Playboy or a Hustler or anything like that. It was just like a straight up like Sears magazine with lingerie, <laughs> okay. and and I I took the scissors to it all happy <laughs> and cut out like four or five fucking like chicks that are in bras and underwear. Uh-huh. And I remember putting them in my pants and bringing them to elementary school. So this is like four, <laughs> this is like fourth grade or something, you know? It was uh, when we used to go to Cove Road. I remember we were waiting online. Uh, I remember this vividly. I think this might be one of my first major embarrassments, and that's why I remember it so much. For some reason, I can't let embarrassing things go. Like, <laughs> I'll just sit in bed and replay em- things, embarrassing things that happened to me from, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> they, like, stick in my fucking head, and they don't go away. And I, I hate that part of me. Like, we got to ask Stephanie about that one. 
Yeah, seriously. <laughs> We're going to have Stephanie back on pretty soon. We, we, we got more positive feedback about that episode with Stephanie than we did about any episode that we did. That's cool. And in all honesty, it had nothing to do with us and how crazy we are and, and how codependent and substance abusey we are. It had to do with how good Stephanie was on the yeah, show. Yeah. So she actually, she actually uh, texted me. She was listening to that episode that we did about dreams. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how she really loves talking about dreams and, and, and analyzing dreams and stuff oh, like that. Cool. So I was like, maybe we'll have her in and we'll do a dream episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Anyway, so I cut these things out. I was all excited to bring them to school and show my buds, you know. And I remember we were waiting online outside of school to get in. And I was showing them to a couple people. And they were, like, acting like they were into it. And I was like, sweet, you know. Like, I'm fucking the popular guy. I got all these nudie pics or, or, or lingerie <laughs> pics. As soon as the teacher came out, one of the kids was like, Devin has dirty pics in his pocket. Oh, shit. Ratted me out in a heartbeat. Like, Do you remember you know, who, who the rat was? Uh, I, I can narrow it down to, like, three. It, it, yeah, I don't know exactly, but... But um, uh, I'm pretty sure – well, actually, that doesn't n- narrow down any of us. I was going to say I'm pretty sure he had a fucking rat tail and lines in the side of his head. Yeah, that could you know, that could be a few people. <laughs> yeah, right. I think we all had that at one point. Again, <laughs> 80s. So anyway, I got – and I remember the teacher being like, let me see. And I was trying to crumple him up in my pocket. And I eventually had to take him out of my pocket all crumpled and put him in her hands. Oh, man. Which teacher was it? I don't remember any teachers. Oh. Yeah. It had to be Kavanaugh or Teasley. I don't, I don't know. I have no let idea. Let me see those nudies. <laughs> this Teasley. Straight off the fucking plantation to Cove Road. <laughs> <laughs> she – she was definitely from definitely from the cotton field. She did have an Aunt Jemima thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You remember you you remember those things so much better than I do. I, <laughs> your memory is impeccable when it comes to that shit, which is weird because for how long you've been frying your brain, you think all that <laughs> shit would be out of there. But I don't. I have the worst memory. Unless it comes to personal embarrassment, then that shit's fucking like watching a Scorsese film. I could just put it on and just just go through it. I know all the lines by heart. I know every beat of it. It just fucking goes on and on and on. You know what always amazed me about little kids and porno and shit or whatever? I don't know if this has anything to do with porn or whatever, but uh, we, we knew someone when we were young who did this, but I, I think it's a common thing. Kids will like sit in school and just like draw dicks and like draw different dicks and then like draw a dick that's like a person and that like a, you know, a humanistic dick. Yeah. (laughs) What is that? I don't know. One of our closest friends uh, we started hanging out with because of his dick drawing ability. That was his deal. (laughs) Do you remember that? He came to middle school. It's not why we started hanging out with him, but that's the first thing I remember about him was he came to our middle school. And uh, and he was a really good artist. Still is a good artist. He's he's actually worked on shit for the show. Oh, he can draw. He drew dicks. And he would he was like drawing these pictures of like <laughs> I, I don't remember specifically, but there was definitely there was definitely sexual pictures like dudes holding their dicks. And then I remember he like <laughs> drew a picture of a guy holding his dick who had like got hit by a car and shit. And he was the <laughs> he was the only good artist in out of everybody. So like he like quickly everyone's like yo, did you see this how this kid could draw dicks and shit? And then we I hung out with him fucking on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker drew dicks. Been friends for twenty something years. I've never seen any of his dick pics. Mm, well, you got to shoot back to uh, <laughs> to sixth grade to get it. But yeah, oh man, yeah, yeah. That's that's such a phenomenon. Like why people like to do that. I remember. Uh, well, what about the dude who sits there and draws guns? That's that, even worse. That's scary. I yeah. think I drew a few guns when I was little. <laughs> I, I was I was good at one thing, and that was band logos. I could draw a Dead Kennedys logo like <laughs> nobody knows. As soon as I figured out like the the geometry into like how you make an X this way and then that and then that, and then I could do like the shading, and then of course 
the coupe de gras of all notebook drawings, that weird S that people Yeah, that's make, what I was the, just thinking three about. Lines. What was up with that? I don't know. But what I, did the S stand for? <laughs> don't know, but I drew that S like a motherfucker. Seriously. I could draw different just, variations of that wasn't S. Wasn't it just two rows of lines and you, you would connect make, them? You would make three lines. You would make three vertical lines on top of three vertical lines. Yeah. And then you would draw. Yeah, you would put a triangle and a triangle and then draw the other lines. And it made an S. And you just connect them, right? Yeah. Diagonally. That was so weird. Yep. Kids are fucked up, man. But yeah, I would just sit there, Dead Kennedys, fucking uh, No S. Effects, fucking <laughs> like any any of that. I would just sit there and draw band logos like an idiot. I don't know why. I can't remember who it was, but I remember someone uh, got in trouble in one of our classes or in one of our grades or something when he drew a picture of one of the teachers like fucking the principal. <laughs> and like, I don't it, remember that at all. That's it had awesome. like captions to it too. Teachers must find that shit all the time because everybody's yeah. doing it, you know. Like, uh, and I wonder if teachers are like, "Ah, oh, kids will be kids," or they look at it and they're like upset about it. <laughs> oh my god, I got it. that made me think of a fucking gem. Um, one time, uh, someone we knew got suspended for biting someone in the neck. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that is true. That did and, happen. <laughs> Yeah, but the good- and 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 you know what? Let me just preface this by that saying that that happened in high school. So this wasn't like we yeah. were children. No, this no. happened when we like already went through puberty and we're like like supposed to be like contributing fucking almost adults to society. Right, we were like a year away from voting. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, was on a lunch line and, and bit somebody in the back of the neck. Yeah, like mm-hmm. heavy bite. Heavy bite took a chunk. And uh, but that's not the that's not the good part. Oh, that is the good part. But there that's is, always the good part. There is a cherry on this. So uh, when he got in trouble, what were you say? I, I just I just thought of something about the person who got bit on the neck. I'll just tell you. I was <laughs> a maniac. Um, so he bit the kid's neck and uh, he got suspended for it. So the teacher, when you get suspended, you know you get escorted to your locker where you clean it out for the week, so you could do do your suspension work or whatever. Right. So the teacher takes him to his locker. And he's emptying out his locker, and the teacher's like, what is this? And the this picture, like, slapped on the inside of his locker is um, the a, this certain teacher who was a woman, a vice principal, <laughs> and the principal, they're, like, head swapped on each other's body. Or, like, no, the, the woman's head was, like, on this muscle body, <laughs> like, this bodybuilder, and the principal's head was, like, on this chick body, and they were, like, fucking or something. <laughs> And there was captions, but I forget what the captions were. But then he got like two days added to his suspension for his like porno. Oh, it's fucking great. The person who got bit on the neck Uh yesterday on July 4th. He drank milk? He didn't drink milk, (laughs) although I've seen that before. That's disgusting. Um, He put a Facebook status up that said, Happy 2016th birthday, America. What? (laughs) why is he a psychopath i don't know but it was fucking hilarious and then to just read the 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 mountains of comments that came after that but uh but apparently this person who's in his mid-30s was under the impression (laughs) that jesus was america (laughs) that the year 2016 means that america has been around for 2016 years that the revolution that that we seceded from britain and uh and and created a, a country in the year zero. 
<laughs> I fucking love I love social media for that reason. Oh man, I got to get back on it more. Yeah, you, yeah, you do, and you have to fucking boost the show up a little bit. I need help promoting. My I'm sorry. I, I try and I, I try and stay away from social media because I feel like once I start doing it, I get sucked into it. Like yeah. for that reason. Oh, you know? like you mean sitting uh, in your bed and looking at Taylor Swift's Instagram account for <laughs> yeah. two hours like that? Yeah, I can relate. Like weird shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like not you know vending machines sniffing panties weird, but you know just weird looking at things that i really shouldn't be looking at i've also become a, a, a stalker i never was that either now i fucking stalk people like crazy yeah like yeah. going on people's things yeah and, looking at, yeah. I, and i don't i don't get where it came from you know like i used to never care about like let's say one of my ex-girlfriends is dating somebody or something like i would never care to look at that person or know anything about them mm. now i fucking know everything about them because i'm looking at their instagram <laughs> i'm looking at their fucking facebook if there was like let's see where this dude works <laughs> and then i see a picture i'll see like a picture of him and his buddy and i'll be like i wonder what the buddy all about and then i'm looking at the fucking buddy thing i'll see a hot chick and i'll be like i wonder if this hot chick's single and and like there's people i'm never gonna meet or never would even care to fucking meet and then i'm fucking i'm stalking their pages and then i wind up on taylor swift for a fourth of july celebration i don't get it i don't get that about myself i don't know anyway we we just did not talk about anything no (laughs) no but it was fun it's good to get back into the swing of things where we write down a whole bunch of topics um that we want to talk about and then we just talk about incest porn and and shit like that for a fucking hour yeah but we did want to talk about uh something that's going on in right now it's actually very relevant because of today something that infuriated me maybe one of the reasons that i did shut down and look at miss swift for such a long time who by the way is dating um one of the guys from the avengers i don't know if you knew that oh yeah no i didn't know that who could she be dating from the avengers i think it's the guy who played the the evil guy with the staff I don't know the Avengers very well. Tom Hiddleston or something. I thought he was an Avenger. Is he is he bald in the Avengers? No, I think he was the bad guy in the first Avengers, like Thor's brother or cousin or mm. or fucking boyfriend or something comes down. I don't and know. He gives Thor a run for his money because he's got a magic staff or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Wow, that's the fucking movie's gay. <laughs> when I start thinking, when I really start thinking about the Avengers, pretty stupid movie. Yeah, you know, Taylor Swift has been passed around like a blunt. Yeah, she's a fucking pest. Yeah. But I think it's, uh, I, I think because she's nuts, which also might be another reason why I looked at her Instagram page for fucking so long. Yeah. Because if there's <laughs> one thing that people need to know about me is I love fucking maniac chicks. Nut bars. I fucking love them. The more emotionally destroyed you are as a person, <laughs> the more attracted I am to you. And I don't understand why. I don't it's, get it. I guess it. it's adventurous. Yeah, you think so? I guess. Okay. I mean, once I got a taste of a loony, I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the fuck out of there? Yeah. There was one, I think I might have told this story uh, before on this podcast, but there was a girl that, you know what? I'm not even going to say what the environment it was, but there was a girl that for one reason or another, I was around a lot. Um, we had no sexual fucking history or, or, or anything going on, um, but I was forced to, to spend, let's say, eight hours a day with her for a long time. And she was very, very, very emotionally fucking disturbed. Um, and at one point, she we became good friends. She was a really great person and everything. Um, but at one point, she was also a lot younger than me. Let me say this. And at one point, she asked me if I could talk. And I said, okay. And she brought me into another room and just started crying, like bawling her eyes out, crying, telling me. I don't even know what the context of what she was talking about, but uh, she was just basically like telling me how she's like bipolar 
and fucking and she's been having like these serious thoughts lately and she doesn't know what to do about it and since like i'm her closest friend in this situation she just needs to talk to somebody right now and she's crying her eyes out and i felt very bad for her and i wanted to be there and console her however while she was doing that i started filling up (laughs) i started getting as horny as fucking possible yeah i swear to god to the point where it was uncomfortable like I had it going on. You could see it in the jeans. No I kind of had I kind of had to do that like lean over thing to like kind of pull it in a little <laughs> bit or whatever. And I was getting very uncomfortable at the fact that how fucking this girl was like crying and freaking out about shit <laughs> and her crying and freaking out about shit and ob- and telling me how mentally disturbed she was was turning me on so much. Oh, there's got to be a name for that. That's got to be sure, a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. I don't know who this person is. Do no, I? no, you've never met her. No, uh, someone no. from like work. <laughs> let's just say it was somebody for, that i knew from a place that that i no longer go to gotcha, okay gotcha. yeah yeah it's nobody that you've ever met wow. but uh but yeah it was and i think about that sometimes and i'm like because she she was definitely an attractive girl attractive girl but i never had any sexual designs <laughs> I'm gonna towards get the her. papers get the papers <laughs> <laughs> i never had any like kind of I never thought about her in that way. I was never like, oh man, you know, whatever. And then that that one day I was just like, oh, 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 oh please stop crazy. crying. Yeah. Like please don't try to hug me or something because this shit's gonna go south in a heartbeat. Damn, that's really weird, but I'm like jealous about that kind of <laughs> why? Nothing happened. I know, but like I want there to be something really weird that turns me on like that, you know? Yeah, it's all like weird. Just shit like for me. some type of like psycho attitude or something that's like weird that like really oh yeah, I like that. You know? I've known a lot of your ex girlfriends, dude, and you have to have some <laughs> sort of psycho fetish because <laughs> a lot of them are fucking maniacs. I guess. There's I just, one that starts with a J alone that fucking the shit you put up with there had to be like her, her pussy must have been gold or there must have been some <laughs> sort of fucking like a prize from a cereal box that you got every time because the the amount that you put up with outside of the sex, I could not even understand. Well, I feel like that was my like, you know, after that, I feel like I stayed away from the psychos. Yeah, okay. That, that was the one? That was the main psycho. That's like the world's main psycho. <laughs> You yeah, can't get would, any crazier than that. I would say so. Yeah. All right. Let's get to what we wanted to talk about. Okay. We, again, we went off path. We Sorry. We swerved all over the road. All right. What we wanted to talk about is today, very sneakily, the FBI came out. They didn't even, they did not even announce that they were going to make the announcement. They did it in like mid-afternoon, fucking just snuck it out there, mm-hmm. hoping that as little amount of people hear it as possible, that they have gone over the Hillary Clinton email case and they, and although they recognize that there was some wrongdoing there, there is not enough evidence to bring her to fucking trial, Jesus. which is ridiculous. Uh, and 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 if you read anything by anybody who used to work for the FBI, I think there might even been some people that are in the FBI now that came out or people that are in the political process and all that. Everybody is screaming like this is the most convoluted uh, uh, convoluted is not what I wanted to say. Um, what's the word I'm looking for when you're in in. in uh ah, anyway, when we're not now want to get this word like when you're when you're working together kind of thing. Um, anyway, I can't think of it. I'm, I'm, anyway, cahoots. Yeah, whatever. Let's say cahoots. <laughs> Yo, my mom said we're in cahoots. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who is she in cahoots with? I don't know. The KKK. <laughs> I have no fucking no idea. So anyway, so cahoots. Fu- <laughs> Yo, my mom thinks they're in cahoots. <laughs> um, anyway, 
everyone's saying that 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 you know this is ridiculous. <laughs> Any other human being in the world would be indicted by the FBI mm. for 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 even a smaller amount. Seriously, of that. right? Stephen Avery's watching in jail, like fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Stevie, fuck Stephen Avery. Brendan Dassey's sitting there like, God damn it, I missed WrestleMania 2016 and Clinton isn't fucking going on trial. I'm going to spend the rest of my life. I came in here at a fucking nice 165 soaking wet. Now I'm 450 pounds. I got fucking acne. I missed WrestleMania. And now this bitch is fucking going to be the president of the United States when she fucking lied. And it's just, it's insane. (laughs) Hey, Brandon, they're not taking Hillary to trial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the word that they didn't know? Fuck. Man, I can't think of anything right now. Oh, um I forget. Anyway, Shit. it's the cops told him like a, a, a regular fucking like third grade wor- word and he was like And the mom didn't know it either. Yeah, right? I think it was like comprehend or something. He's like he said that I couldn't comprehend and and, and he was like what's comprehend mean and his mom was like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, so we were talking about that before the show, how infuriating that is. And basically, let me just say that it's almost a, uh, for me, it's almost a soothing feeling. You know why? Because I, for this whole political, this campaign specifically, this, this year in, politi- in politics, I've been, I've been really uh, into. Um, I, it was the first time ever that I've really gotten into the process and really cared about it because I felt like there were some people that were running for the president presidential office that actually could make real change in this country. So then I decided that it was time for me to get on and, and really start like getting into it and voting and doing everything. And now I know, like I've known all along, that there is absolutely nothing that you, us, the American citizen, can do to change anything when it comes to, right. to, to politics, Congress, the President of the United States, and the state of our country, the 1%, any of that shit. There's nothing that we could do. No. Short of a literal, a literal, physical, violent revolution, mm-hmm. there's nothing that we could fucking do. And it's kind of soothing. Like when I get on, when I get on uh, airplanes, um, I, I, feel very, I feel a very uh, like strong sense of calm. And and I don't know why, because a lot of people like freak out on airplanes, or at least are a little jittery and nervous. I never am, and I and I finally realized the reason why is because when I'm on an airplane, I don't have control over anything. Mm-hmm. And and whether that airplane stays in the sky and gets me to my destination, or plummets into a fucking volcano, there's zero nothing that I could do about it. Yeah. And for some reason, that calms me instead of freaks me out. A lot that of people sense. freaks out over that, but I'm just like, fuck it. There's nothing I could do. Mm-hmm. I'm not driving. I can't steer this fucking thing. Whatever it does, it does, and we'll see what happens. You mm-hmm. know. And I this in a smaller sense, this after today, it's. It is like kin confirmed that everybody's in bed with everybody. Mm. Everybody's in cahoots with everybody. Yeah. And it's 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 fucking nuts, man. Yeah. Like like at what point are we as people going to be like fuck this this can't happen. We can't allow this to happen. But we're so divided and we're so uh they've made it so easy e- how can I word this? They've made it so that it's so hard for regular people to just survive on a daily basis 
pay their bills, take care of their family, afford health insurance, uh, do all, afford a fucking car, do all the things that you need to do. By design, most people, it's so hard for them to deal with that on a daily basis that they can't even think of things outside of that. Yeah. So therefore, all the privileged people just get to run wild because they know that we'll never be able to put together something. Right. You know? Yeah. No, it's very true. And then when we do put together something, they dismiss it like the Occupy uh, Wall Street movement, you know? Mm. like. And I think I've talked about this before on here. Whether what, However you feel about that movement, at least it was a movement against the type of things that we need to be against in this country. But through media and and everything, they started they started kind of just dismissing it like, oh, it's just a bunch of like homeless hippies in the park. Like, yeah. you know, they're never gonna make a difference. And then people started believing that, so it fizzled out. Right. They were able to do that. It was actually fascinating. I worked at a, a guitar store with the most you know, you imagine the type of people that work at a guitar store. You know, dudes in punk bands, metal bands, fucking uh DJs, fucking every subversive musician like you would figure as liberal as fucking possible people in the world. And there were some of those dudes dudes that that said to me like oh yeah that shit's a bunch of bullshit like just a bunch of people who don't ever want to work trying to get freebies by the government and i'm like they're fucking actually trying to do something like whether you you know like that kind of deal and that and that is all that comes from uh, that's all advertising that's all planned and that all comes from the top for us to get on each other's throats so we don't watch what's going on with yeah exactly exactly yeah i think that i i forgot what i saw but i think it no matter what we do, I think there's like three families that control everything on the planet. Oh, and yeah. I, I know one of them is the Rothschilds. Yeah. And I forget what the other two are, but they pretty much control everything on the planet. And it explained how our wars are based on what country's banks they, they could control. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, a, I think there's only like five countries left out of all the countries, the whole uh, world's banks. There's three left that, that they don't control. Or that, there was five until we fought Iraq. Right. And I think Afghanistan. Then now there's like three. Right. And it's like Korea, um, Syria, or something else. Yeah. And th- they're, they're basing our wars on trying to control these nations' banks. That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah, I was, yeah, it's, it, it, the, the crazy thing is that the information is out there. But if you start, you start like really like reading and trying to disseminate this information, you're, you're automatically dismissed as a conspiracy theorist. Right, right. A conspiracy, conspiracy theorist is a word. Again, this is, this has happened on purpose. It was a word that they, that they slowly but surely put a negative connotation to so that, so that you could call somebody a a conspiracy theorist in order to just dismiss them. But when a lot of these things, are real deal shit that people have looked into, like like uh, major econo- economists and and professors and and, and ex uh, CIA and ex FBI have like come out and said like this is the, the facts of what's going on. It's just like he's a whack job sp- uh, conspiracy theorist, yeah, yeah. You know? But yeah, I, I mean. You have to know that the wars that we're involved in have nothing to do with any sort of liberation of yeah. of of a, a country, any sort of instilling democracy. Why would they care about instilling democracy in other countries when we don't even have a democracy here yeah, anymore? On the other side of the world, right? It's all about controlling oil. It's all about controlling banks. It's all and it's and and, and war is profitable. You know, it's that Chris Hedges thing. Uh, Chris, I'm sorry, Chris Hitchens thing of 29 years. There's been 29 years in the existence of human beings 
that 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 nobody's been at war. So since human beings have been on the planet, sans twenty nine years, somebody's been at war with somebody. Yeah, and that's not you know it, it, you can't. It's it has to be for monetary gain. It's the only thing it could be for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's really getting frustrating. And we and we we keep the politics to a minimal on this. And I'm I'm a lot more politically driven than you are. And I know I could get on rants and people probably just fast forward or roll their eyes and shit. But the FBI coming out today and protecting Hillary Clinton when they would have indicted anybody for that mm-hmm. for even less is it's scary you know i don't understand why the clintons have this force field when did they become such a, a um a huge family like you know like all right the bushes they were always a huge family because you know the the father i guess you call it the grandfather bush was like uh like a big player in the cia yeah but when did the Clintons... Yeah, I mean, George Bush was the head of the CIA. Right. Yeah. So when I so you figure, okay, their family's in, you know. Mm-hmm. But besides Bill Clinton, when did the Clintons become such big players? Well, Hillary Clinton has been as much as a politician as Bill their whole life. They started early. They started in their early 20s, and they just, they just built their way up through the thing. And it's always been there. You know, I never saw, even when I was younger and, and the whole Bill Clinton uh, got a blowjob thing came out and all that stuff, and they were making it such a big deal that he cheated on his wife, even then, I was like, they're not really husband and wife. You could tell that they are a team. They they are two people yeah, that came together. They have they had a vision of what they wanted to do in their political careers. They realized that they'd be stronger together than apart, and they became a team. Yeah, sure, they they fucked and had a kid and got married and did all that shit. But I don't think that there's you know like I I I'm sure that Hillary Clinton's whatever she's doing, banging chicks or dudes or whatever, and, and Clinton's doing it doesn't matter. Riding the Sibian. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm sure Hillary that, rides the Sibian. I'm sure that Bill Clinton and one of his close fucking cia or fbi friends are swapping daughters all the time chelsea yeah. chelsea's getting banged out by fucking the the, the, the vice chief of staff <laughs> chelsea's underwear is in one of those vending machines <laughs> yeah. but they are a fucking team and and we and we're running out of time here but one of the reasons that we started talking about this that we wanted to bring up was something that you brought up that's very fascinating which is the clinton death count yeah right i mean shit we could go on and on because when i told you about it i was like yeah there's like 20 something people that died mysteriously and then you said no it's like 40 something then we go online and it says like 60 something but it's anyone that was associated with these uh emails and and also some of uh this tape recording that she erased or whatever they all died around the same time and they're they're um they're dismissing them as suicides but one is someone shot twice in the chest someone shot in the back of the head Somebody, you know, a bunch of them like leap to their their death. Yeah. Um well, here I have some examples. Okay, let's let's look at this here. Uh now, look, as the Awkward Hi-Fi podcast, we're not making any allegations <laughs> towards anything. This is just information that's out there on the internet that we're we're just reading. Right. But it's pretty fucking interesting. Um John Ash, former United States General Assembly president. Now, the, the most important thing about this, and you could go on, there's a lot of information out there, and you could figure out how these people have been associated to the Clinton uh, uh, establishment and the family and all that stuff. But the crazy thing that we realized as we were re- reading all these things is how weird all the deaths are. Right. Like, it's almost like they're trying to make a point if that was the reason that these people are getting picked off. John Ash, former United Nations General Assembly president, died June 22nd, 2016. Ready for this one? This might be my favorite. 
died in an accident when a barbell dropped on his throat, crushing his larynx. Yeah, that happens every day. You know how many dudes are out there on Instagram fucking crushing it every day at the gym? I haven't heard of one of them ever dropping a barbell on their larynx and getting killed. And check this out, ready? Real quick. Ash was about to be was about to begin trial for a bribery charge involving Chinese businessman Eng Lap Seng, who had been implicated but not charged until 1996 China Gate <laughs> oh, God, scandal for funneling illegal donations to Bill Clinton's re-election. Yep. Okay. China Gate. <laughs> Always a gate. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Gandhi Ba, which uh, I like that fucking name. Um, died January 8th, 1994. Died in alleged suicide by jumping out of a window of a multi-story building. Yep. Um, again, suicide... But in the most grandiose fucking thing, you know, not just let me take some pills and go to sleep, not let, let me slip my wrist in the tub. I'm going to jump out of a window of a building to commit suicide. Mr. Lasseter was a close associate of government. Clinton was later indicted on drug related charges, among other things. OK, moving on. Admiral Jeremy Borda, chief of naval operations, died May 16th, 1996. This one's pretty interesting. Borda supposedly went home for lunch and decided to shoot himself in the chest twice <laughs> using two guns oh, rather yeah. than be interviewed by Newsweek magazine that afternoon. He's got good timing. <laughs> uh, I, I guess he didn't, he didn't realize that, uh, that one gun would probably do the job. He figured like two guns blazing was the best yeah. way to go. He mm-hmm. didn't realize that everyone has seen dead men on campus. <laughs> Uh, we don't have much time, so let's just move on. There's, there's tons of these, and you can look them up. But when you really start stringing this together, whether as as conspiracy theorist as you think this may be, look it up for yourself because at at, at the very least, it's interesting uh, to to put this kind of together. Check this guy out real quick. Go ahead, Satano Karani. He was a witness to a shooting near a White House in '94. Suffered an unknown infection just before he was about to testify. Death attributed to apparent food poisoning. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you die from food poisoning. How about this one? Eric Butera, who was a witness, 1997, an informant who came forward offering information regarding the murder of White House intern Mary Mahoney, which is another person that, that uh, is associated with this. He was then sent into a known crack house to make an undercover buy for the police and was beaten to death. Damn. These are some creative ways. Um... There was another gunshot. James Bunch was another gunshot. Uh, just goes on and uh, on. Here's the guy. Here's the, no, it's a woman. Suzanne Coleman had an affair with Clinton when he was uh, the attorney general of Arkansas. Died of a suicide with a gunshot wound to the back of her head. No <laughs> autopsy was allowed. Was seven months pregnant at the time of her death. Right. She had told friends it was Bill Clinton's child. She was 26. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's crazy. When we could go on forever. Now, is there any other crazy ones that you see? Um, Keith Cooney. He uh, he had information on the Ives Henry death. Ives Henry deaths. Who are other people who died? And he died in a motorcycle accident while being chased by a car. <sighs> How about this one? David Dry. Uh, he died in '99. Pat Matriciana owner of Jeremiah Films, which produces such videos as the Clinton Chronicles, and David Dry uh, planned a trip to Washington, D.C. by private plane. At the last second, Pat had to cancel, and David left without him dying when the plane crashed. Yeah. And it goes on and on. I mean, you could keep looking. You could just, if you want to go on, all you have to do is just put up, what, what did we look up? Uh, Clinton uh, yeah. death count? Yeah, Hillary's death count. Right. 
And and look, we're not sitting here saying that the Hillary, that the Clintons are like the fucking natural born killers running around the world, fucking just killing people and shit like that. But at least it's suspicious that all these people that are so close to them have died in all these fucking crazy ways. Yeah, a lot of a lot of private jet explosions. Here's a uh, Herschel Friday, attorney um, and Clinton fundraiser, killed when his plane exploded. Cause unknown. Right. And it goes on and on and on. And, 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 and look, we're not, again, we're not trying to push any sort of conspiracy theory or anything. But it, let me just say one final thing here is we as a people in this country need to, to wake up. And I think it's slowly happening because of the Internet and free information. We, we know not to look towards just biased uh, corporation-owned media anymore. But, but it needs to happen sooner than later because we're getting our throats crushed by the proverbial barbell yeah. at every second, and we're running out of fucking air. And, and I'm going to say it right here, and this is my own belief, but I know that there's two really, really, really shitty fucking options for the presidential seat right now that we, we're forced again to choose from. And if you really think that we even have a choice, because I don't even know at this point if that's even true, if, if voting for the president even means anything. Yeah. But in my eyes, uh, although a Donald Trump presidency would be a fucking disaster, a Hillary Clinton presidency is the last thing that could possibly happen. Right. She, th- there's, she's so in bed with every evil entity, the whole 1%. She, everything that she said is lies. Uh, she should be indicted by the FBI. She's a criminal. Some say a murderer. And uh, we need to friggin' as a people, mm-hmm. like, do whatever we can for that not to happen. The sad part is, is that it's just not going to. I know. Whatever they want to play out is what's going to play out. And that's what happens in our country. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, our country's becoming a joke around the world. Yeah. So, all right. We're, we're all going to get shot twice in the back of the head by ourselves. Yeah, let's not. Look, and, and two, uh, two, like, fucking uh, just lowly uh, podcasters, they, we don't have anything to change anything. So there's no <laughs> reason to, for that beacon to go out. We're just reading shit that's on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to, it's going to be like Devin Ferry died fucking driving <laughs> off a cliff or some shit. All right. Anyway. Oh, on that sweet note. Mm. Maybe, you know what we need for America? If we just fucking just pump this song over speakers all around the world and we had everyone just fucking shucking jabs or just jabs at a fucking beat. Everything stops and people look up. <laughs> Everybody in Colorado and Washington could fucking spark up and, uh, and we could fucking have a good time. If you like the Awkward High Five podcast, go on to iTunes, leave a written review. Once we have 100 written reviews, we're going to throw a written review party. And uh, we've been saying this for so long that I don't even remember all the things we're going to do at the party. I know Richie's going to like swim and come and swallow goldfish, and I'm going to eat a duck egg. and We'll all sit around and watch a tentacle porn. Yeah, we'll watch tentacle porn, <laughs> and uh, hopefully some girl will come up to me crying, and I'll get super hard on stage. <laughs> All that good stuff. Uh, keep the band names coming in. We're gonna we're gonna bring that contest to an end very very soon. Maybe even next episode. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you in a few short days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.